Welcome back to Talk Green to Me, a podcast about materials and sustainability. I'm Manali. And I'm Nasreen. How are you enjoying your new job? Pretty good. I feel like I've really advanced in my career. How high up on the corporate ladder have you gotten? It ain't about how fast I get there. It ain't about what's waiting on the other side. Nasreen, it's the climb. <laughs> well, that's just like the case with recycling. It's also a climb. What do you mean? We're just taking baby steps to get better at recycling over time. Oh, what kind of steps? Advanced steps. So not really baby steps. So this is episode 20, taking it to the next level with advanced recycling. So what exactly is advanced recycling? Is it like AP recycling? Did you take that class? Why is it advanced? AP recycling classes don't exist yet, so our listeners will have to make do with us for now. But to answer your question, chemical recycling for plastic. Oh, okay. Well, in our first episode ever, we talked about recycling number one through seven plastics. We said that not all of them are recyclable, but the ones that are, are recycled mechanically, meaning that they're broken down with machines and then melted. And now listeners are familiar with that idea. They're ready for the next lesson. AKA the next level! So... We sort of lied in our first episode. We basically said that not all the plastics can be recycled, but with new advances in recycling technologies and in chemistry, many more can be. Recycling advanced in the last three years. Advanced recycling, yay! Rude, you lied to me. Just like that time my teacher told me that Edison single-handedly invented the light bulb. This is why I have trust issues. Yeah, he totally had lab mates. Like our former lab mate, who did actual chemistry to make things more recyclable. We, like Edison, are just here to tell you about it, except without the making money part or the fame. Not as much money as Tesla. I think he Wait. had no money. Well, I was talking- or, well, well, maybe more money than Tesla because he had no money? Well, I was going to say the company. At the Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, because his name. Yeah, I see. Well, look who's laughing now, because Tesla's a more famous name now, but just not with light bulbs. Okay, Raina back in. Anyway, shout out to our lab mate, John. But let's review, though. Some plastics can be recycled using mechanical recycling, where something like number one PET plastic Coke bottles are all collected together, shredded, ground down, and then melted and extruded extruded to make fresh new plastic pellets of plastic. The plastics that can be remelted are called thermoplastics. It's easier to remelt thermoplastics when it's only one kind of plastic and there's a lot of it being put into the recycling stream um, because then they can be collected and reused. Just like the Coke bottles or Pepsi bottles. No free ads, Miss Reen.
However, when we get into blends of plastics or mixing different plastic materials together, it's hard to recycle because they get all mixed together and you can't really separate them out. And each plastic has a different melting temperature. So when you go to melt a blend, it does not melt. It doesn't extrude evenly, so you don't get uniform pellets that can be turned into anything useful. Also, when you remelt them, the plastics start to break down, and then they aren't strong enough. That's why they can only be recycled one or two times. So to solve this problem, we now have advanced recycling. Chemical recycling of different plastics is a way to break the plastic down to its building blocks, meaning their smallest units, and then these can be used again. Right. Plastics are otherwise called polymers, and they're basically lots of small units called monomers that are stuck together in a chain. Each plastic has a different building block unit, such as polyethylene, which is what grocery bags are made of. The building block is ethylene. Many, many, many ethylenes are put together to form these bags. So when advanced recycling is used on one of these bags, we can recover the building blocks back and make a fresh new bag from it without having to worry about melting. Typically, you would use advanced recycling on more complicated plastics that cannot be shredded down and made into pellets. Yeah, these processes are much more expensive and harder to do, so typically these advanced techniques are there to complement mechanical recycling, not replace it. Okay, I got you. With mechanical recycling, you get polymers, but with chemical recycling, you get monomers. Mechanical is cheap, while chemical is expensive, but... So how does chemical recycling actually work? Well, there are two kinds of chemical recycling techniques. One is going from plastic to feedstock, and the other is going from plastic to monomer. So the first type of recycling is where you end up with fossil fuels and can use this to make any new kind of plastic. And the second type means you get back the monomers or building blocks of the type of plastic you started with so you can make the same plastic again. For the plastic to monomer method, these are solvolysis and microwaving technologies. Solvolysis. Solvolysis. Solvolysis is a fancy way of saying it uses a solvent. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was solvolysis. But anyway. Solvents are liquids made of different molecules. For example, water is a solvent made of H2O, and water can break down and dissolve sugar or salt. So certain Specific chemicals and solvents can break down plastics. This one time, I wore cheap shoes outdoors and used insect repellent, and the straps of my shoes dissolved. That's concerning. You were solvolized. Solvolized. You your shoes, rather. Yeah, I was. The chemical solvent that's in bug spray was able to dissolve the plastic of my shoes. So for chemical recycling, just imagine me spraying bug spray onto my shoes until the plastic dissolved, but in a much more controlled setting. That's basically solvolysis. This is like a really weird image in my head now, and I'm not really sure how to feel about it. This feels something like what would have happened in that Batman movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger from the 90s. Wait, so who is getting solvolized? Is it Batman? Um, maybe. I don't remember the movie too well. I think Mr. Freeze put Batman in a vat of acid? No, I'm pretty sure the Joker did that. But anyway, the point is that these solvents can be acid, water, acetone, pretty much any liquid. 
different plastics require different solvents to break them down. It's like how you need acetone to take off nail polish because it doesn't come off with water or alcohol. Yes, exactly. I'm really glad we got back on topic. Yeah, so anyway, solvolysis is not a very established process yet. The most established advanced recycling technique is called pyrolysis, which uses heat and fire. Well, that should be easy to do. The whole world is on fire anyway. That's what I was just trying to say about Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, also known as Dr. Victor Fries, an expert in cryogenics. Was he really the villain? There are lots of wildfires and things going on. Maybe we should freeze more things. Okay, let's not go down this rabbit hole. Moving back to pyrolysis for recycling. This technique uses heat to break down plastics or polymers into their monomer building blocks. Right, yes. The plastics are shredded up and put into a special chamber where the material is heated up to 500 degrees Celsius. This is way hotter than mechanical recycling, so instead of melting the polymers down, the bonds between the polymers start decomposing and breaking down. From this process, you get liquids like diesel, solid waxes like paraffin, and some gases as well. Essentially, you're back to the stuff that is basically like new fossil fuels. And this way, even blends of multiple types of plastics can be broken down into individual components. You can put in mixtures of plastics and it all gets broken down to the basic fossil fuels. Breaking down blended plastics has been a big challenge. So this is a huge step for plastic recycling. So these pyrolysis chambers also don't need any external energy to run on. The gases that you make from breaking down the plastics are able to run the reactors. So it is essentially a zero energy process. Cool. So recycling materials and using no energy. Some may call this the sustainability holy grail. Yeah, and so scientists and engineers are working on the technology to make advanced recycling processes possible. Similar to pyrolysis is gasification. This technique is more focused on turning the blended plastic into a material called syngas, which is used to make new fossil fuels. The process is similar to pyrolysis, but uses high temperatures and has oxygen in the process. But this technology is not as far along in the scale-up as pyrolysis. Yeah, and those temperatures are even higher than 500 degrees. Anyway, many of these processes and technologies are still actually in their early development and initial stages. But as plastic packaging and plastic waste is always increasing in landfills, companies like Nestle, Mars, and Unilever are partnering with the advanced recycling companies to find ways to reduce use of virgin plastics and divert packaging waste from landfills. Now we get to the part of the episode where we discuss how policy is helping to make sure these things are okay for us to do. Yes, so the EPA and other environmental agencies are regulating these processes and companies doing advanced recycling to make sure they comply with the Clean Air Act. Right. We don't want people to pollute the air by burning plastics. So these companies have lots of steps and filters and checks in place to prevent air pollution. Several companies are working on this, including Plastic Energy, based in the UK, Adelix, based out of Oregon, and Nexus Circular, based out of Atlanta. 
Sealed Air, the company that makes bubble wrap and a large portion of meat and cheese packaging in the U.S., is also working on advanced recycling technologies to keep their blended plastic materials out of landfills. Myra Foster, the Director of Sustainability for Sealed Air, will be joining us for an interview to let us know more about the company's sustainability efforts and how they work with policy to make sure things happen. The Tupperware company has also launched a line of products that contain chemically recycled plastic in them. They're working with the chemical company Sabic and Plastic Energy to produce these materials and get them in front of customers. While the material might cost more than virgin fossil fuels, it's definitely worth it to keep up plastics out of landfills. And as the technology gets better, it also becomes cheaper and more available to use, making it cheaper to use the monomers that were recycled from chemical recycling. It's great to see more of these large companies making an effort and taking steps to address the larger issue of packaging and plastic waste. Definitely. Ultimately, if the technology is there but no one will pay for it, then it's not really a solution. That's something that we learned in our previous episode with Emma talking about the economics of recycling. Definitely. We'll need to address each of these steps to make sure these technologies are viable in the end. Collecting and sorting material, being able to recycle it, and the companies who will use the recycled material in their products. Exactly, and we're also seeing more legislators take a stand on this as well, which is essential for expanding and building up more of these advanced recycling facilities. In the last five years, 18 states in the United States have passed laws that promote chemical recycling. Advanced recycling companies are now being seen as manufacturers that produce a new high-value product, rather than being merely waste handlers, which means they get better tax benefits and things like that. Organizations like Green Blue in the United States are working on coming up with more of these guidelines and promoting more advanced recycling techniques. A lot of this work is focused on closing the loop and keeping waste out of landfill, which is great. We're advancing in all sorts of ways to infinity and beyond. Exactly, Nasreen. Anyway, join us next time from the beyond for an interview with Myra Foster of Sealed Air talking about advanced recycling. But to be clear, the beyond is not the afterlife. We'll still be alive, hopefully. Not with these wildfires coming our way. (laughs) Quick, called Mr. Freeze. (laughs) This episode was edited and produced by Manali Banerjee and Nasreen Khan. Music is by Shang Young. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TGTM Podcast, or you can email us at talkgreentomepodcast at gmail.com.